Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is December 3rd, and our reading comes from 1 John chapter 3. Now, I want to go back to yesterday's reading and pick up verse 6. He says, anyone who continues to live in him, in Jesus, will not sin. But anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. So John says, if we know Christ, we will not sin. Now, That doesn't mean we will never sin again. Sin there is in the perfect tense means we won't continue to sin. He goes on to clarify in the very next sentence, we will not remain in our sin. So once we trust in Jesus, the Spirit of God has come in us and He's working to move us towards Jesus and away from sin, away from our independence. Now watch what he says in today's reading, beginning in verse 7. He says, Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil, who has been sinning from the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. And those who have been born into God's family... Don't make it a practice to keep sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they're the children of God. So now we can tell who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. Boy, what a strong word. For American culture, right? Because in America, lots of people claim to be Christians, claim to be followers of Christ, and yet they live in sin. So what do you mean live in sin? Well, I don't mean that they kill people and necessarily commit adultery, but what we do is we're greedy, so we don't give. We lie, we're not honest, we gossip, we hang on to unforgiveness. And what John would say is, listen, When we do those things, especially knowing how they hurt our brothers and sisters in Christ, our own biological family, our friends, our co-workers, when we do those things, it demonstrates that we're not the children of God. We've not been born again. The Spirit of God doesn't live inside of us. He says the children of God and the children of the devil are obvious by their behavior. Remember when we talked about this recently in James chapter 2, when James says, faith without works is dead. In other words, faith, when we claim to believe something, but it doesn't produce change in our life, then we have to re-examine our belief. We have to ask ourselves the question, do I really believe? Have I been born again? Because listen, being a Christian's not just believing the right things in our head. It's not knowing the right things. Being a Christian is actually being born into the family of God by His Spirit when we put our faith in the finished work of Jesus. So John's arguing here, if that hasn't changed, if we've not become a new person, then there's no evidence that we're the children of God. In fact, he says our behavior makes it obvious who we belong to. 
Do we belong to God or do we belong to the devil? Now, if you would say, well, gosh, you know, I'm not sure. I know there's some things in my life that are out of order. What's the solution? The solution is being with Jesus. It's coming to Christ with those things, surrendering those things to Christ, inviting the Spirit of God to transform or to heal your heart, which is driving that bad behavior. It's stepping into everything that you have in Christ. Now, watch what he says next, beginning verse 11. This is the message you've heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, who belonged to the evil one, and killed his own brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil. His brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, dear brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. So then he says, man, we've got to love our brother. Now, remember, we've talked about this. But the difference between Cain and Abel, Cain's a farmer. He receives the harvest and he gives God a portion of what he has. It requires no faith. He's very independent. He's living for himself. He's the captain of his own ship. Abel's not living that way. Abel is a shepherd and he's taking the firstborn of his best animals and giving it to God in faith, trusting that God will bless the other animals and bless his future harvest. So he's living by faith. He's not living in independence. He's living in dependence upon God. And that honors God. Remember Hebrews eleven six. That without faith, it's impossible to please God. For those that come to him must believe that he exists and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So what blesses God is when you live by faith, when you live in dependence on God, when you're trusting God to do what you can't do, when you're trusting God to control what's beyond your control. Well, Cain's living with no faith. He's in charge. He's independent. He gets in the harvest and he gives God a token gift. Abel is living by faith. Now, John in this passage says, we've got to love our brothers and sisters. And sometimes doing that means we're doing it in faith, right? We're trusting God. We're depending upon God to fill our hearts with his love for our brothers and sisters. And again, when I think about what we've been through in America, in church world, it is, I'm just surprised at how difficult it is. It's surprising how difficult it is for believers to love other believers who don't agree with them about something that's happening in culture. It's just, the truth is, I think it just means that we've drifted into independence We've drifted away from God. Watch what John goes on to say, beginning in verse 14. He says, if we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves we've passed from death to life. But a person who has no love 
is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know that murderers don't have eternal life within them. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees his brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, Let's not merely say that we love one another. Let's show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God, even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. So let's love each other. And listen, our love's not just in word, but in deed. Let's love each other without arguing about what's happening in culture, without attacking and hurting each other about what we don't agree on. What we agree on, what we rally around is the person of Christ who's called us to love one another. And it's that love. Remember what Jesus prayed in John 17? It's by our love for one another that the world will know that we are the children of God. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you again. I love John and how he just, man, just goes right to the point. And I'm so grateful that following you is not just this religious thing that I'm doing in my willpower, that I am born again by the Spirit of God and your Spirit is present and at work in me and work in us to produce your life in us. God, to lead us into freedom and holiness, to lead us into love, to lead us away from independence and rebellion and sinfulness. God, you're transforming us from the inside out as we live in fellowship with you. Help us to continue to do it and help us to love each other. God, here it's Thanksgiving and what an opportunity for us in this season in particular to show love to one another and to show love to those who are in need, so that our behavior validates our faith. God, we want our life to bring you glory. I'm reminded of Matthew 5, 16 that says, Let your light so shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Help us to live that way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks again for being with me today. I hope you have a great day. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.